Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time. Bully Ray and I talk all about Monday Night Raw, the King of the Ring tournament, the Queen's Crown tournament, and also the unenthusiastic Raw crowd from last night, right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Bully, I want to look at this uh, Queen's Crown and the King of the Ring tournament. If they're not giving the time in the matches and they're also not giving vignettes and explaining who's actually in the tournament and why they're in the tournament, like why why are we seeing the women that are in this tournament? What, what are the reasons behind that? If they're not going to do the explanations, is it all just about who ultimately wins the tournament? Is this just a way to fill up to like, all right, so we could get this crown jewel, this queen's crown and the king of the ring. We could just get this gimmick on the ultimate winner, and it really has nothing to do with the tournament itself. Absolutely. And in WWE in 2021, what will queen of the ring really mean? What will king of the ring really mean? When was the last time being king of the ring actually meant something? When was the it's last time they actually... <laughs> When was it's the last time they got? I mean, I think Baron Corbin did a good job with his, you know, King Corbin thing, but it was more sticky than anything else. I think Booker got tons of mileage out of it, but I don't remember anybody being like. Remember when the King of the Ring was a had some credibility? Of course, Cre- credible tournament. Like you were when you were the King of the Ring back in the day. That means you were a an accomplished wrestler. Now what? It, what is it going to mean? It's just going to be shtick. So, yeah, it's all filler until they get to the finals. And then whoever wins, they have something to, they have a character to write for who is now the king or the queen. It doesn't mean the same thing that it used to. It used to meant you were the best wrestler. Wrestling could, it really doesn't matter in the eyes of creative. It matters in the eyes of the boys. Look at the effort put forth last night by uh, Xavier Woods and Ricochet. It's about the credibility of the, the wrestling match. 
And Lord knows the women would love to do that and show off what they are able to do. But they're just not be giving the time. So if they're not giving them the time in the in the these opening rounds, what's to why should I believe that it's being taken seriously? I agree. And it used to be a pay per view, and it used to really mean something when you won it. And but but my hope, bully, and I'm hopeful of it. I'm hoping this does mean something. Case in point, this year's because you look at the queen and queen's crown, right? All right. So now you have the semifinals next week on Raw. So you have Zelina Vega uh, on SmackDown and Raw. You have Zelina Vega and Carmella on SmackDown. And then you're going to have Dewdrop and Shayna Baszler. I would think ultimately it's going to lead to Zelina Vega against Shayna Baszler. The reason I'm hoping is maybe you can make something with Zelina Vega if she wins the tournament, a heel and then maybe if Shayna Baszler wins it, Bully, which probably is the odds-on favor right now, that's credible because we're seeing a badass Shayna Baszler. I mean, that knee to Dana Brooke, that looked harsh last night. Give me give me that, Shayna Baszler. You know, winning this tournament, now you have credibility with that. And then if you look at King of the Ring, that was now credible. you said— uh, and, but, but watch this. I'm going to go back to something that I've been saying so much. Okay. You're like, the knee, to, the, the knee to Dana was credible, right? Right before the knee, Shayna Baszler had her real naked choke hooked on Dana Brooke, and Dana Brooke got out of that. How in the flying hell does Dana Brooke get out of a rear naked choke from Shayna Baszler? Listen, I can't, I can't argue with that. It, it was that match for a match that was, what, a minute and change? was pretty sloppy. It was pretty much just like waiting. And and uh, that's why it almost was like at Shayna Baszler at the end of that, it was like enough of this shit. Gives the knee to Dana Brooke, pins her one, two, three. I'm, I'm sorry. The, 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 my, my opinions on how Shayna is handled have been the same for a long time. And if Shayna, <clears throat> Shayna has not been in the wrestling business for eons where maybe she may you know, completely understand, or maybe she does. And if she does, credit to her. But I put this on the producer who should be protecting Shayna from herself. Shayna Baszler should never hook a rear naked choke on anybody and have them get out of it, especially somebody who has wrestled as infrequently as Dana Brooke has. Agreed. And I think if you do, but if you do have Shayna Baszler win it, then that could be something where it's like, all right, maybe they can make this credible. Maybe it would actually mean something. And then on the men's side, I mean, everybody want. I mean, am I wrong? Everybody wanted to see Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. That's, to me, you want interest in a tournament? You want to make the tournament meaningful? You put Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston in the semifinals together. But it doesn't look like that's happening, obviously, after what took place last night. So, and, and what does becoming the king of the ring or the queen of the ring really mean anymore? Like, going forward, it's not like winning the king or the queen guarantees you a shot at any... Um, if you become the king of the ring or the queen of the ring, you get a shot at any championship that you want at any given time. Kind of similar to a Money in the Bank, but the Money in the Bank is only for the World Heavyweight Championship. There has to be some kind of <clears throat> tangible award other than, oh, here's your scepter and here's your crown and here's your cape. Big deal. 
That just turns into shtick. Well, especially when we find out who the winners are going to be. I'm hopeful, Bully. I think I think in a lot of ways, the way they presented it, I think is a positive. Depending on who wins, it could be a positive. It could make somebody if they do it the right way. Tell me the last time it made somebody. Oh, my God. I mean... See, this is I, what I, I do. You I, can't I'd just have throw to go when, back when, you, when you're talking to me, you can't so. just throw shit out there without expecting me to come back and hold you accountable. When was the last time being the king of the ring meant anything? I you probably have to go back shit to almost twenty years before it was a really it real it was really meaningful. I mean, so I think, I, like you said, you... Corbin did some good things. Sheamus did some good things from it. But as far as it meaning something, you probably have to go back 15, 20 years. I would prefer my king and queen of the ring to be a bit more credible when it came to wrestling. It should be a credible, more of a credible tournament. I'm seeing the men try to be as credible as possible in their work because they are being given time. The women have not been given time. If they're not getting time, why should I take the Queen's tournament more seriously? When 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 Shayna ba- what's Shayna Baszler's uh, na- moniker? The Queen the Queen of the Queen of Hearts or something like that or what what is she the Queen of Ace, Queen of Spades? Ace of Spades. Ace, I mean, Ace of Queen Aces and Eights. Uh, uh, Queen. Uh, the, <laughs> she would have actually been the, playing with. She would have been a good hearts. leader of Aces and Eights. She would have took my ass out. I would have had her put the rear naked choke on me, choke me out. I would have fell asleep, and then she could have taken my vest. But, Bully, all right, but you're you're saying you're throwing it back on me and saying you're holding me accountable. But if Shayna Baszler wins this tournament and Shayna Baszler is the the queen's crown and she comes out there and she's kicking everybody's ass, you know, we're seeing this reinvention of Shayna Baszler. So if she does have that crown, and she does have that step, and she goes out there and beats all her opponents in a minute and ten seconds. Are you saying, all right, I'm, all right, I'm gonna, I'm buying into this a little bit more now? Um, I'm buying into this a little bit more now. Okay, fine, a little bit more now because she was so far down the ladder of what I was able to buy into before that I guess anything of a step forward is a positive. What does Shayna Baszler become if she's queen of the ring? It's just the title. I believe that Shayna Baszler was a good enough athlete to be treated the same way a Charlotte, a Sasha, a Becky, and a Bailey. Now, Shayna might not have been a wrestler's wrestler the, the way those four women were, but with her MMA background, I'm sure that she could have been as successful in the ring as a wrestler as a Ken Shamrock, as a Kurt Angle, yada, yada. Anybody that came from that background, I get it. She doesn't have Ronda Rousey's name value, but she's got Ronda Rousey's talent as a fighter, doesn't she? Well, but bull, I mean, bully. If in, and who knows if we're ever going to get Ronda Rousey back? But say we do, you could have taken this time off from Ronda Rousey and built up Shayna Baszler as this incredible badass. That maybe when Ronda came back, you could put Shayna in the ring with Ronda, and it would work. It's not going to work right now. Could it down the line? Maybe. But you could have used this time where all right, Ronda's gone. Well, Shayna Baszler is taking the place of Ronda Rousey as that credible MMA background badass in the world of the WWE. 
if you are going to build up a Shayna Baszler, to me, I want her built up for somebody like a Bianca Belair. Shayna Baszler can get some great steam on Bianca, and we can get some good sympathy on her. Those are the things that I'd like to see. Is it too little, too late with Shayna? I don't know. Does making her, if she wins the Queen of the Ring, does that wash the bad taste out of my mouth of watching her go out there for a year or two and just lose and lose and lose and being the absolute um, worst version of herself that they could possibly have written for her? I, I, I don't know. Maybe, I guess. I'm just, I'm not as hopeful just because of the amount of time being invested. Now, what does the amount of time being invested in Carmella versus Liv have to do with Shayna Baszler? It's about the tournament. If yeah. you want the winner to be credible, then the tournament has to be credible. I don't know how credible you can be in a minute and a half. And, and also, too, like Dana Brooke. Why is Dana Brooke in this tournament? Like, why are you putting? Did she, did she, did she win some kind of match that we don't know about? That's like, hey, they we have to have her a part of this tournament. That's why a little explanation would go a long way. That's where, like, buying in, WWE has to do their part to help us buy in to this. Tournament. No, 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 no. They're not. They're they're not going to help us do anything. As a matter of fact, listen to the crowd last night. They don't help themselves sometimes. Hey everyone, Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. 
With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. There's one thing that I caught on, and Bully, you and I talked about it a little, and I know there's some callers that were actually at Raw last night, Bully, but... Man, you always say this when it comes to the WWE. Don't really see it a lot on SmackDown, but we definitely see it on Monday Night Raw. You always say it's very much like a Broadway play, and the people who buy a ticket are buying a ticket to watch a performance. I really thought that last night, Bully, watching Monday Night Raw, because there was no energy from that crowd, that West Coast crowd last night at Monday Night Raw. What were your thoughts of that crowd last night? Same as you thought. Not much energy. There were 4,000 people in that arena last night. And the place probably holds... I don't know the exact number. Let's just call it 15,000 because that's a pretty... That's that's an average uh, number for an arena, right? About 15,000. With the entrance way and the way that they cut down a quarter of that arena, I think fourteen to fifteen thousand is a fair estimate. Remember that concert you always said you went to the the the, the story you always tell about Judas Priest playing in Newark in a twenty five thousand seat arena and how many people were there? Yeah, about four thousand. Lost, it loses all its flavor, right? All the energy is just gone because you're looking at this huge arena and there's four thousand people there, and you're just like, ugh, takes the wind out of your sails. Because you're waiting for the crowd to show like you're with the shows, you know, the band's about to go and you see the opening band and you're like, all right, people are probably out in the parking lot. And then the lights go dim. You're like, holy shit, there's nobody in this building. Same thing with my Motley Crue story when they came back and only half the arena was filled. Nassau Coliseum. Last night, you go to Monday Night Raw. The minute Raw came on the air with I saw so much black in the back in the background, you could tell that they just darked out the whole arena. Now, that, that's not the point. The point is, it's this, if, you, if you're a fan and you see that the place is a quarter of the place full, you're just like, ah, this is really not the place to be. It kind of it takes over your whole thought process. You're not like, oh, I don't care how many people are here. I'm still going to have a great time. That's very much an AEW mentality, which is great because that AEW can always count on the AEW fan to make sure that whether there's, you know, 10 or 10,000 people there, they're going to sound they're going to have a great time and be lively. Listen, r- remember when COVID just started to break a little bit and AEW put about what, like 500 people in Daly's place and we said, "Oh, it sounded like 5,000?" Yeah. Yep. That that type of fan will carry you through. The WWE fan right now, I think is just I, I think they're being suppressed also. We're hearing enough stories where security in the arena, whether it's taking away signs, making people take off their shirts, telling them to sit down. It's like you're, as a crowd, you're almost background noise. And, and that's the way it came off last night. 
the opening promo really didn't do much for me either. Like, I didn't feel like Drew, like Drew and Big E last night were saying things that I'm sorry. They ju- I just, I just don't feel like that they would be saying for, to one another. And that I didn't feel like there was a lot of passion in that promo. Thus, the crowd is just kind of there. Ugh. And then the Usos come out, who are from San Francisco. Last night was in San Francisco. So the heels are getting the babyface reaction. Yep. And also, they, they fell back into the, And something that they we've credited the WWE on not doing lately, they fell back into doing again last night, Boldy, which is the, you know, can they coexist? Here, you know, Biggie and Drew McIntyre are arguing in the ring. And then the Usos come out, and then, of course, this is setting up a tag match. Jimmy Smith actually said, can they coexist? And then you get the main event match in the tag, and then things fall apart at the end, and Big E and Drew McIntyre are coming to blows. Bully, we've seen that hundreds and hundreds of times played out on Monday Night Raw. I thought they'd done a good job lately of getting away from it, but they fell right back into that WWE Monday Night Raw, you know, that same scenario that we've seen a thousand times. And it's predictable. And predictability, Bully, is always going to sap the energy out of a live crowd, too. There, there was nothing very live about that live crowd. Yeah, at times, they came up a little bit. But if I'm sitting at home, and, I'm, and I've talked about this with AEW, if I'm sitting at home watching an AEW show, the way the fans are reacting, I'm saying to myself, wow, I want to be there. I want to be a part of that. Even if, I don't under- even if I don't understand what AEW is, even if I, might, as, even if I don't uh, even agree with the type of product that AEW is putting out there, which is not the case. I'm just giving an example. If I'm watching at home and I'm like, holy crap, look at the people. They're having so much fun. I'd like to be there. Case in point, your brother, right? Yeah. How did your brother feel when he went to the AEW show? He loved it. And, and, I, and I can tell you right now, and no disrespect to the product, if I took him to a Monday Night Raw, he'd be bored to tears. I, because I he's not a wrestling I'm, fan. Listen, last night watching that crowd, there was nothing about that crowd last night that made me want to go see Monday Night Raw. I'm like, it's not like, holy shit, these people are having the best time ever. What am I missing out on? FOMO. You know what FOMO is? What? Fear of missing out. I, as a fan, if I if I'm a wrestling if I'm a, a wrestling booker, a promoter, I want to put a product um, on my television that puts FOMO in the hearts of people at home, where they're like, "Wow, whenever this product comes to, whenever this company comes to my town, I have to be there." We all know what it's like to go, you know, um, uh, tailgating at a football game for for our favorite team. Uh, uh, tailgating at a rock and roll concert or the actual concert. Any place that we want to go. Darby suffers from massive FOMO. Darby can't oh. miss out on anything. Yeah. And he's also, you know, annoys the shit out of you when you're actually there. But that's a this story is, for another day. Yeah, it's a great point. But, like, there's nothing about, the, the, you know, these cra- it's a tale of two different crowds. You know who's doing a great job right now of putting on shows that when I see clips on social media, I'm like, holy shit, I want to be a part of that crowd. GCW. Ding, ding, ding. Circle gets the square. Johnny, tell him what he's doing. GCW is doing a great job using the tool of social media, Bully, to say to people, you have to be here because if you're not, you're going to miss out on something. 
Like, you know, Thunder Rosa just randomly shows up at a show. The the Briscoes just randomly show up. Moxley just randomly. Like, you don't know what's going to happen or what matchups you're going to see. Like, you have to be there. And then also, and this is this is obviously on a much smaller scale because they obviously don't have you know, the USA cable network behind them. So they're using aggressively the tools that they have at their disposal of saying, hey, you have to be here to catch a show. And now it's become the end place for wrestlers to want to show up at. In 1994 and 95, what wrestling company were you talking about with your friends where you're like, hey, did you see this last night? You have to check out this videotape. It's ECW. And, f- and and you know what? It got to the point where, you know, and I'm a Jersey guy, bullying, and, and especially then, I didn't like venturing out, out of, outside of Jersey much. I had to go to Philly because now, like you were saying, FOMO, you know, you ha- I have to be there. I have to experience this. What's this like actually live to be there? You had to. And I think AEW, listen, Bully, I don't think there's any question the WWE ratings-wide TV Nobody comes close. Even AEW, as much as, hey, they're building towards something, when you look at the actual ratings, WWE is the king. But right now, as far as live attended shows, AEW is actually beating the WWE when it comes to attendance at their shows. How is that possible? Because for for a SmackDown, they, they actually have about a million more people watching their show than AEW. But when AEW comes to town, people are buying the tickets to go see AEW over to WWE. I would go sit in a crowd right now at an AEW show just to experience what those fans were experiencing. I would go sit in a crowd right now at a GCW show just to experience it. I think it's fun to be out there. I'm sorry, WWE, you know what's going to happen. You're going to sit there, and you just kind of take it in. Every once in a while, you might cheer, might boo, maybe you'll even stand up. But for the most part, the vibe and the feeling is not there. It's just not. Yes, if you're a parent and you're bringing your child there, where your child is more um, uh, inclined to have a great time for three hours, you're going to have a great time just because your kids are having a great time. And if they're smiling, you're smiling. But as individual fans like us, it's a no-brainer. Listen, it just is what it is, and people are going to listen to what we say and say, oh, well, you're an AEW fan or you're a WWE fan like this. Dude, I'm a 30-year professional who's done every fucking thing you can possibly do, and I'm still a fan today, and I know what's good and I know what's not good. You don't have to agree with me. That's fine. But I can give you actual facts, point out details, put it under a microscope and show you why we're talking about fun right now. How many products these days are more quote unquote fun than the WWE. And Bully, with this pandemic, we said it was going to be, there was two different ways this was going to go when things opened back up. It's either going to be that people are going to be just can't wait to get the hell out of their homes and start going to shows because they've been cooped up in their house for a year and a half. Or it was going to be like people have gotten used to being in their homes and watching things on TV. And you're going to have to really grab them in order for them to come. I think a lot of it's been the latter. 
bully. I think in the beginning, listen, it hasn't, WWE just opened up for live fans in July. That's three months ago. That's only three months after being cooped up for a year and a half. And you're talking about 4,000 fans being at a fucking show last night for Monday Night also, Raw? Also being in California, Dave, this, th- here's a couple of things that might come into play also. So they go, go live at, they go live at 5 o'clock uh, because they're in San Francisco, West Coast time. So, you know, maybe some people, you know, with new, because of what COVID has done, new work schedules, yada, yada. Sure. I don't know about the COVID restriction to face coverings. I saw some people with masks on, some people without masks on. I don't know what the thing is about whether you have to be vaccinated or show proof of vaccine. So there are definitely things out there that can put a dent in your attendance, especially in California, who, who is a state that's been more stringent than when it comes to COVID than others. So let's just say that that affected, I don't know, a couple of thousand people. Sure. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But, uh, but, but bully, I think for me, I'm just, I'm just speaking for myself. You know, as a fifty-year-old man with a family, you gotta, you gotta give me something to want to go see. I've kind of gotten used to being old, so you know what? I want to know that I'm gonna have a good time. And I, listen, if I'm going to the circus with my kids, do I want people standing up in front of me? Do I want a big fat fucking Lagrec head where I gotta say down in front? My kids can't see. No, probably not. But if you're at a concert, do I want somebody behind me saying, hey, down in front? No, I'm at a freaking concert. I'm having a great time here. Of course I'm on my feet. Right now, the WWE, from what we're hearing, now maybe people will call in and say something different. From what we're hearing, they're taking signs away. They're making you change shirts. They're telling you to sit down. But let me I don't ask want you that when I go out. Let, I want to have a, I want to, I want to, go ahead. Honest and fair is what we do. Yes. Right? Yes, it's fun to see a giant fathead of yourself in the front row of Monday Night Raw. But you can understand why they don't want a giant fathead of you on Monday Night Raw, right? Uh, I think I think it's because, and judging from what I've been seeing on Monday Night Raw, they want to keep every single sign to what's going on on their show. So if you bring a Roman Reigns sign, that's fine. But anything outside of their bubble, they don't want there in in, in the crowd. Okay, so let's say the the person in the front row, what's his name? Zito. Chuck Zito over there, whatever your friend's name is. Um, He's not my friend. He's a listener. That's right. Chuck Chuck Zito's my friend. I forgot about that. Um, So me and Chuck Zito had dinner together one night at the Rainbow. We left at like 4 in the morning. That was a good time. Anyway, you know who Chuck Zito is? I do know Chuck Zito. I, 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 one, and, Just and let me Josh name drop, agree. right? Just one of drink. my, let one let of me, my favorite all-time TV shows, Oz. Chuck Zito <laughs> is in Oz, so that's there you go. If there's a if there's a Roman Reigns sign in the front row, I think the WWE is going to leave it alone. But even if there was a giant Roman Reigns fathead in the front row, what do you think that they would do? They probably. They, I don't know because they, from what I, I hear, they ask for everybody to show their signs at certain points during the show. What I'm saying is if there's a fathead in the front row, I think that's distracting. Vince doesn't want that distraction because then the viewer at home is looking at the people in the front row with the fathead and not what's going on on the television set. It is a distraction. Now, if there are people with busted open signs and busted open merch in the crowd and they want to hold up their busted open sign or flash their busted open merch, there's nothing wrong. There should be nothing wrong with that. Last night, as soon as they came on the air, there was a guy in the front row with I'm a Dave LaGreca guy shirt. 
And if they want to wa watch Busted Open gear, if they want to wear AEW gear, GCW gear, who gives a rat's ass? They already gave you your money to sit in the front row. Who cares what they're wearing? But they, <clears throat> but they, we have heard stories where they have told people to change their shirts and they Absolute, give them a WWE I, and, shirt. And I don't think that's, I don't think that's very fair. Now, I, I do think it's, I do think it's nice of the WWE that if they say, hey, listen, thank you for buying a, a front row ticket. We appreciate it. We noticed that you have some competitions merchandise on. We'd like to give you two free, uh, two free uh, WWE shirts, one to wear now and one, and one for later. At least they're going out of their way to do the right thing to represent their brand and their product. Because you know what, Dave? You would do the same thing because it's just smart business. If if you if 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 we were doing a busted open event like any of the any of the ones we do, where you know massive amounts of people show up, and somebody showed up with um you know Joe's uh, podcast, you'd probably be like, hey man, how come you got a Joe's podcast shirt on? And like, well, I like Joe's podcast. You're like, yeah, but this is a busted open event. Here, let me get your busted open shirt instead. No, I, I, maybe I maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you wouldn't do that. I, I, I wouldn't. And as a matter of fact, if you remember from our 10-year anniversary party, somebody showed up with a huge Pat McAfee head that was being tossed around. Like, And that was fine. Pat McAfee, you know, if you want to come on here, promote Pat McAfee. And then Pat McAfee was a guest on our show as well. But it's just like, to me, that doesn't bother me because it's like I don't want to put restrictions on anything. The last thing I want to do is put restrictions. Bully... If you're at a Motley Crue concert, and let's say Motley Crue is taping that concert for a new DVD that's coming out, and somebody's sitting in the front row with a Judas Priest t-shirt on, I, I don't think Motley Crue's going to be like, you know what, pal, can you take that Judas Priest t-shirt on to off and put it on a Motley They're going to be like, dude, you're here to party. Let's have a good time. I don't think they would do that. I agree with you. But if they did, I would understand why. See, I, I just don't, I don't think you want to put restrictions. Hey, you know, maybe, I'm agreeing listen, with you. I'm just saying if they, if they did, I wouldn't be the guy going, how dare you do that? I'd be the guy saying, all right, I can understand it. Now, whether or not the guy decides to take the priest shirt off or not, different story. But I would understand the motive of wanting to have a Motley Crue shirt on the guy in the front row. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Sirius XM Podcasts. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.